that people can you just started talking like real good stuff so i already started recording honestly so we're just gonna dive right into it yes so the conversation that you and i were having just to kind of recap really quickly strong women and like a strong mentality and how women really need to women are waking up so i don't want to say women need to wake up because we've always been aware that we live in a man's world and not just that but we live in a white man's world at that and so it's imperative for us to always look out for ourselves while still always voicing our ourselves our concerns our interests you know like setting certain parameters for ourselves let others know like i may be a woman i may be delicate in certain regards but do not ever get it twisted i am the blueprint so for you when when did you realize you're a woman with so many capabilities and that you have to make those same guidelines for yourselves and, you know, like make those same parameters for others to respect? Mm. I actually didn't come into that realization until maybe a few weeks ago. Oh, wow. it, or not. It, it was and it was a drastic change. So even certain people around me, they notice a change in me, but it's not it's like it happened over time. It was a one two overnight. Which a lot of it doesn't ha- that doesn't happen that way for a lot of females, but for me it happened overnight. I always knew, you know, we live in a white man's world. This is a this it's a ma- a male dominated society, the patriarchy. I always knew of that, but to actually come into depth and to start walking it, it didn't happen till f- maybe maybe even two weeks ago. It's on the oh, wow. so, but as you were saying, um, woman, it's not that they're sleep. It's, it's not that they're asleep. It's just they haven't opened their eyes. They're awake, but they, their eyes are closed. They're, they haven't actually sat with themselves and, you know, redesigned their, their thought process and thought about the things that they can do. Women also allow men to silence them. They don't speak up. They're, I wouldn't even say it's fear, but they just, they don't speak up. They, 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 low, they have the mind, but they also don't have the voice. So they let men... They let men silence them, treat them a certain way, talk to them, and they take it. Women don't understand that you don't have to. They, they're just, as we were saying, they're, I don't even know if I say brainwashed, but they were, that's how they were, they grew up. That's how they always, that's the only thing they always knew. Listen to a man, when a man's talking, they don't, they don't speak. They never thought about it the other way around, as if when I step into a room, everybody, Everybody is now hearing me. There's nobody speaking when I open my mouth. Everybody can have the capability to stand in a, in front of CEOs, a group of businessmen, white businessmen per se. Either way, I come into a room when there's 20 people and one me. I know I have the capability that with my voice, everybody, when I open my mouth, stops talking. Nobody's speaking when I talk. They need to understand that that's what can happen. A lot of women, they let men treat them a certain way, let men talk to them be disrespected by men, belittled, um, all those things. And they don't understand that I can speak up and express my feelings and not be shut down and not be shut up by a man. I can open my mouth and let it be known, hey, set, set the tone. Hey, when I'm speaking, nobody else nobody else is talking. Yeah. This is what it is, you know? So women just definitely, they're, they're not asleep. Their eyes are just closed. And once they... Maybe it's experiences that they need to experience. Um, but once they open their eyes, they come to the realization that I'm I'm the prize. I'm not chasing after, no, I'm I'm it. I'm all I need. And same thing we were speaking about when it comes to an ambitious woman, knowing that 
either she needs a supportive partner or no partner at all. Because when you think about it, I'm already not even saying I, when I say I'm speaking for other females, say per se in a hypothetical situation, I am on my path. I'm already working towards things that need to get done so I can reach where I need to go. So if a man decides that he loves me or he's infatuated, he, he likes me, he wants to get to know me. If I'm already on my path, I'm in that car, I'm already on that road. If you want to come into my situation, I'm already doing it for me. But you want to come in and be involved. Either you have to get into the passenger and be supportive. And it's what can you do for me? I'm already doing what I have to do. What are you going to come into this relationship and do for me? Mm-hmm. Or you have to get behind me and get lost. So it's one or the other. It's not no in between. Either you want to come into this, tell me what you can do for me. Okay, you have money. I mean, first of all, another thing females have to understand, you can't be fooled and bedazzled by diamonds and, and designer. And Just words with no action. Word mouth. It's action, exactly. It's all about action. You can tell me all day you love me, run your mouth about this, that, and the third, but are you showing it to me? Is a man actually proving to you that he's loyal and that they, he loves you and he, you know, he wants to be here for you through thick and thin? You know, he won't fold, he won't break. He's here for the long run. Is he proving that with what he's doing or is he just saying it? Like I said, if I got, got um, hypothetically, if I was in a situation and a man, like I said, I'm in my car already, I'm, in, I'm on that road. Does he, when he gets into that car and he tells me, hey, this is what, you know, I have money already. Hypothetically, he has $90,000. He's doing this, that, and the third. He has money set away. And I only have 9000 say. Okay, you, but you want to get into my ride, right? You want to get into that. You're, you're basically, we're figuring out if you're here or you're not. Um, I say, this is how you set the tone for that. Okay, I, you have 90000 You have whatever's going on. I only have nine. I'm working, hypothetically, at McDonald's. I'm, you know, I'm working. I'm, I'm doing that. So, but you, you're telling me you want to get in the ride with me. You want to get into the car with me. So, I'm already on my road. What can you do for me? You have that 90, whatever. I'm not bedazzled by money, but I see you put yourself in positions to, you know, and I'm on my way. So, what can you do for me? That's how you set the tone. It's not this, that, and third. He wants to get into that passenger with you. What can you do for me? I see you're doing this. I have 9,000. You have 90. I'm on my way doing this, that, and the third. What can you do to, to for me? We're having this conversation right now. What can you do for me? Right, because when oh. men do that, they see, well, I have more than you. And just, even if I didn't by nature, I'm a male, you're a female. So therefore, I'm already automatically above you. And it's exactly. always... Let me take care. Let me do it. Let me be in control. And it's never like, well, even if I am, like, let me at least teach you. Or let me, like, show you how you can do it for yourself. You know, very seldom do you ever see a man where, um, let me at least help you see how you can do it for yourself. Should we never be, like, should we not be together in the future? I know that you know how you know how to do this for yourself. Or you know how to take care of that on your own. Like, you'll never have to say, like, you need a man. And... I also want to set the tone for the podcast too because I don't want certain people like male or female to like listen to this and be like are they like talking to like as if women can't take care of themselves as if women aren't capable no that's not what we're saying at all what we're saying though is that as females we do see that in our specific community um and it doesn't just have to be black whatever but like in the specific community of females period if we're not playing by a man's game, we're still always in competition with each other as well. And it's like, how do we get out of this dependent mentality and start mm-hmm. thinking like independently and start and like become less codependent and just more involved in our own progressiveness? Mm-hmm. And like so. you said, you barely see a man t- showing a female teaching her the ropes. And you also don't see a lot of females 
wanting to receive that. They just want, you know, a man to provide. And, and we, yeah. I, like, like you were saying, we don't want to set that type of tone. We're trying to explain on this podcast that, you don't, when a man is providing for you, and he's doing for you. It's not just about taking those things and take, you're supposed to learn the blueprint from him. You're supposed to, at that time, understand how he did this. He's supposed to be teaching you. He's not supposed to be just giving you, giving you, giving you with no blueprint. Right. So as easy as he can give is as easy as he can take. And he can leave tomorrow. And all you're left with is a pair of shoes and a, a, a new bag and a new car. You didn't know how to get it for yourself. You just got it but didn't receive the blueprint from him. He should be teaching you if he is above you in that case, in the case that you have less and he at that moment has more, you know? So uh, definitely it's more about empowering females and giving examples of circumstances where you need to, like I said, when you get into a relationship with, in the case that a man is in a higher position than you, you set the tone and ask him, what can he do for you? You don't just let things slide and let him treat you a certain way. No, you set it from day one, and that's when you set the tone on day one. That's how you set the tone for day 300. You're from New York, born and raised, right? Well, our ethnicity is Jamaican, but you are born and raised in New York. So you also kind of already have that like street smart. You already kind of have that attitude and like that New York mentality, right? I'm pretty, or yes. I, I don't know if like New Yorkers have that thing where like y'all can tell like which borough each y'all come from. I don't have that. I don't have that sense, but whatever. You know, uh, coming from New York, you can tell, you know, there's five boroughs. Um, I'm not too sure. You can tell when somebody's from Staten Island, but um. In general, if five girls walk into the room, I can, I'm able to tell where each comes from. This girl came, comes from the Bronx. I can tell by her talk. This girl comes from Brooklyn. I can tell this girl comes from Queens. I can tell this girl's from Manhattan or Harlem. And I can tell the last one is from Staten Island. It's just the way they they all talk similar. Like you said, when somebody's not from New York, you think we all talk aggressive or with a, we have that, you know. But you can tell in the, there's a hint in each of yeah, their dialogue. Yeah. Hey, I can tell you're from Brooklyn. I can tell that you up in the Bronx it's just it's a lit it's a lit they're all still aggressive but you can hear the that little hear- bit of difference right yeah. thing like with us right so I don't know if people told you but like if I'm talking to someone I tell them like yeah like my family's from Jamaica mm-hmm. or like I am Jamaican I may not have been born there but like yes both parents straight from there like I am Jamaican yeah. they'll be like I could tell that you weren't just like regular black i could tell that you were like some like you know, caribbean or some different type of black and i'm like there's people tell me the same thing sometimes people don't notice that i'm jamaican they say either you're haitian or half dominican mm. the thing about it they they can see it i don't know what it is but they can see see it in your face that you're yeah. not you're, you're different you have that i don't know if it's the, the features on your face but it's a difference compared to somebody who's just 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 regular black which nothing is wrong with that but you can see and people tell me all the time like People that don't know me, I they look at me and they say, you're Jamaican. I see it in your face. I don't know if it's the features, but they tell me. Or they say, are you half Dominican? Is one of your parents Haitian? Or are you, you look like you're from a certain part in Africa. They tell me mm-hmm. that all the time. And I, when I was younger, I didn't notice it. But as I got older, yeah. it be, And I could walk into, the other day I even walked into a store. And uh, these people were breaking their neck looking at me. I had a mask on. And they're looking at me, breaking their necks. And no, they're looking at me like she's not... She's not a regular girl. She's from, she's definitely from somewhere. Her parents are from there because you can see it on my facial features. I don't know, but you could, like you, you too, you could tell, you could see it on you that you're not, you're not, a, a, um, you're not just black American. Right. You're, you're from a, you're, you or your parents are from a different country. Right. I think so I asked you that for, 
as a woman from New York and then as a Caribbean woman who Uh also like also I don't want to use the word aggressive because I don't want it to come off as like a bad thing when actually in this context I mean as a good thing because New York women come off in a way where it's like you cannot fool me like you can't run one over on me so with that mentality now right Uh in your interactions that you have had with any man that has tried to pursue you like has that worked to your benefit to be a strong-willed, independent woman? Well, like I said, I didn't become a woman until like two weeks ago where that switch happened. I was a girl, whatever, whatever you call it. I was I wasn't a woman. And you know me, you know I wasn't always outspoken. I was a little quiet. So I didn't always have that. Maybe that aggression was in me, but I I wasn't always an I still am not an aggressive person, but I was definitely when I was a girl, I was more introverted, but still, you know, loving, still try to be around people. It wasn't until two weeks ago that I actually made that switch into a woman. And maybe, maybe you might tell in my voice that my voice is a little more, maybe a little, not even really, I don't know if you can tell me something, maybe my voice is slightly more, because I talk more now, my voice is a little strained. But when it comes to females who maybe always had an aggressive uh, built to them, um, since they were young, growing up in New York, they use that aggression. I'm, I'm not even gonna, uh, not even gonna uh, fabricate it up because this females that you, because you're, you're from a different state. There's females in New York that have that aggressive tone, but they still are bedazzled by a man's money and things like that. And they still, like we said, they still take these gifts and receive it and don't get the blueprint. Mind you, their voice is aggressive, but they. St- I've seen it with my own two eyes. They still. Um, let a man dictate their life and things like that, even with an aggressive tone. So it's not just about being from New York and having a different talk, because you can have a different talk and still let a man talk to you a certain way. Really, it's more about the mind. It's not about the talk. But there is aggressive people that works to their advantage where they've always been that way, where their aggression, they don't let their, um, they allow, they utilize their aggression in a way that makes a man know, hey, she's not to be played with. She's different. She, you know, she, she has things going that aggression in her tone shows that she's she's been through things she's not an average she she struggles she there's things in her life that made her this way because of her tone it's she's been through a lot so but like i was saying just because you have an aggressive tone from new york there's a many females in new york with an aggressive tone that still allow men to silence her with that aggressive tone she's still silenced you know yeah. so it's all about your mentality um but like I said, females in New York, they do use their voice to an advantage. Because she, she walks up to a man, she's talking, you know, very loud. Not loud. When I say loud, I mean when her voice is open, it's it's impacting a room. The room is like, you know, and mm. that when she walks in, he's like, wow, like, you know, she's not a quiet girl. She's She says what she wants. She speaks her mind. She doesn't silence. So it does work to many females' advantage in New York with that aggression in their tone. Yeah. Who's an example of a man that, you know, allows room for you to be a woman who is ever progressing and ever changing and, you know, that thinks what's on her mind and speaks and does what she pleases and that's aided in your growth? There's only one man and you're right, it is my father. There's only, there's will always only be, I won't say there will always be because you never know the future, but the foundation, the man that allowed me to be this strong woman is my father. I'm forever grateful. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be the woman I am speaking to you today. It's him. 
it's always been him. Whether I didn't notice it when I was younger or not, but it has always been him. My father set the tone. He was always in my life. My father went up to school every time I got an award, screaming in the crowd, clapping. My father took me here, there, and uh, he had time uh, shares. He took me this place, that place growing up. So a lot of females who didn't have that father in life or mother who didn't was able to show them the world when they were young, travel, they get impressed by a man that comes into their life and say, hey, let's take a weekend trip to Miami. They're impressed. I could never be. My father set that tone for me. I'm going to show you the world while you're young. When you get older, no man can fool you with a little trip. No, my father did that already. What can, you know, my father already did it. Uh, my father set every tone for me. He made me that strong mm. woman. I'm his blood. I'm his second daughter. He, he, he made sure that he did everything in his power to make me the strong woman I am today. And I'm so very grateful. He instilled so much knowledge in me from a young age, whether I didn't take it in when I was young, but... You know, I come to this day, I know exactly everything in my head that happened from the time I was young to the, you know, and, you know, my father didn't have a father in his life, but he made sure me and my sister, he made sure he did for us in, in ways beyond belief, you know? Yeah. So my father that set that tone and that man, the man in my life is my father that made me the strong woman. It isn't multiple men, it's only one, only one that can get the credit and the acknowledgement and the accolade for what he did in my life. My father, I'm so very grateful for my father. You know, I love my father to pieces. Because yep. it's him that made me this way. It's it's always going to be him. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be talking to you like this. I wouldn't have the knowledge I have to speak to you like this. It's my father. Truly, I'm just so grateful that over the years, like, we've all been able to get closer because ask anybody here at home like who was one of my favorite individuals it is your dad because of yeah. the fact that a he's so knowledgeable he says it all the time he says jessica every time i see jessica she wants to sit next to me and talk to me and take everything in i yes. said i witnessed it with my own eyes she loves you and he said I, she said he said every time we go away uh, to see your mother things like that she said Jessica wants to be around me. She wants to in, she wants to have every knowledge I have. She wants to take it in and, and instill it in her mind. She wants to soak it up because she's so, you know, and I noticed it. I noticed when we were together, you, you're, you're talking to my father, you're engaged, you, you love him. And he has so much knowledge to give you still forever. He He's ever indebted to you. He loves you. And he wow. appreciates, I'm, wow. I'm telling you, I said it the other day, he appreciates you to know that this is his, you know, your mother is his, um, his cousin. And he loves your mother to pieces. Your mother loves him mm -hmm. to pieces. Daughter, he's going to do whatever it takes, you know? Yeah. Truly, that's a man where, like, I see him and just from the interaction with him and you and your sister and his, you know, his partner. Mm -hmm. This man really does allow for you guys to be who you are and will never sit there and, t and like, try to dim your light for anyone because he knows that if he tries to do that to you, you're going to allow that to, you're going to allow yes. someone else to do that. Listening to you talk right now, I literally, like, see and hear see him. To a T. And I'm like, your yes. dad could never deny you. Not just like because y'all look alike, but like he could never deny you because like the way you speak, the way you carry yourselves. We the same person. You know, this same. is my father. I grew up with my, you know, most of my mother was in my life. Better believe it. But yep. I've been a household with my father. Um, we have the same mannerisms. We People say it, they, um, even though I put up a poll the other day on my Instagram, just as something engaging, I said, who do I look like more? It's funny to see that most people said my mother, but people don't know. I look like, not even just physically that I look like him. He, she never denied me, but even not physically, but we act the same. We have the same mannerisms. It's the aura. We're the same person, you yep. know? 
in a room right now is the energy is on a million. I'm him. You know, I'm a product of him. Yep. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm living him. I'm a living proof of him. You know, and I'm grateful to say that I am that. It's not a uh, something I can deny. It's not something he would ever deny. He would tell you himself, me as my daughter. He said that's she's she's mine. Yep. Not just because she's my child. That's that's me. When you see her, that's that's me that you're looking at. I'm Lloyd's daughter. You see how I'm over here smiling like a whole idiot, bro. <laughs> it's it's a beautiful. It's a. I'm so grateful to to say that to people. I'm my father's daughter. You know, and you know my father personally, so you know what, how much of a big deal that is for me to say that. Nobody can, nobody can, not even nobody, but people can't say that that uh, they're they're Lloyd's a product of Lloyd, or they're even if they're not biologically his children, they can't say I'm a. Nobody can say I'm a product of Lloyd. I'm a this and that. I'm a I'm his reincarnation. No, I am. Mm-hmm. I, well, if you know, you know. To know him Don't, is to truly like understand but, why. To know him, that's... And even these last couple of days, I've been getting that a lot. Like, wow, you act just like him. And that's a that's a, a compliment. For those listening, that's a more than a compliment. That's a... And I'm a young female. I'm not older. Not saying nothing, but I'm not a... I'm a very young female. So to say that I'm, you know, for people to notice it as well, like, that know him to say, you're your father's. This is... I'm looking at... When I look at you, I'm looking at him. Mm-hmm. That's... I could never forget that something... You know, like I said, my father, he built the foundation for me. He never dimmed my light. He was always trying to turn it on. Yeah. All, always turning it on. So no man can ever take my father's place in this lifetime. No man can ever impress me because my father did it first. You know, that's how it that's how it goes. So grateful beyond belief. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And even just to say, like, I'm related to him. Yo, it's such a blessing because, you know, I love my Uncle you Lloyd. Love- so for you to say it, he's going to tell the world, yes, Jessica, her right here, my cousin's daughter, that she's related to me. She is. She is. You know, so he would be glad to tell the world about you. If there's a uh, there's a family member, there's many family members, but you as a young black female, he'd be, he'd be, he'd be ready. He'd be, he would light up with joy. I seen the way he light up with joy when he spoke about you the other day. I told wow. him, I said, hey. Me and Jessica on a podcast, he said, Jess, I'm glad that you and her had that conversation. He said, um, my heart is forever in, in love that you two had that conversation. To know the relationship I have with her mother and to see you, my child, and her child. You know, he said, I'm my 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 love is my love is 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 expanded. My my heart is my wow. heart is he was so happy when I told him, Jessica, this was we had this conversation at eight in the morning. I was out, he called you know, he called me, said, good morning. How are you doing? I said, I'm doing good, Daddy. You wouldn't believe who I talked to last night. He said, who? I said, Jessica. He said, Jessica. I said, yes. I told him. He's so happy. He said, Jessica, I love Jessica. He said, you notice every time we go away, Jessica wants to be around me. She wants to, she wants to take it in. She's not somebody who walks past me and doesn't know me. She knows me. He said, Jessica knows who I am. That's why she, you know, because a lot of people around my father and they walk past him, don't know who he is. Mm. They don't know who you just walk past. Mother knows who I am and she does too. He said, I'm glad that you and her had that conversation. He said, your ancestors are proud of you too. They were strong women. So to see that you two are strong women and doing the work, he said, I'm, I'm happy. I'm great. I know that he went to work that day and thought about that all day. I know he was thinking in his head, wow. wow. And I know. Like, that's what I'm like. I feel very fortunate that I have men in my life where it's like 
they understand my value they understand my worth and in turn like i can sit there and give them even more praise and not feel any way or you know guilty about it whatever like i have you know like every time uncle lord comes around he's oh his daughters his life partner his uh cousins you know i look at charles that man like always wants to just see me like step up to the next level and he knows like <laughs> he knows I will forever be in your passenger side if you ever need me to take the wheel I will but I know that like I never have to sit here and take it from you like it will be given to me if you want it to be like a man who's very confident in himself who knows exactly. that as a woman who's very confident in herself he's not insecure when it comes to you he no. knows there's a lot of men that are with women and they don't know that woman they're insecure. That's a reflection of their own insecurities when they say, I don't trust you or, you know, it's mm -hmm. a reflection of them. So for Charles, he's not a simp. He knows who you are and he's going to be there for you. You know, he knows who you are. So it's not about him simping and uh, you stepping up and him just being on the sideline. No, he knows who you are. Yep. He's, he's there with you. He's every step of the way. He's, he's not, he's not talking to you and diminishing your light. He's not, he's, yeah. and, like that sim I don't even like what how what they use that word. Yeah. And that shouldn't have a negative connotation to it. It's not about breaking yourself down to let her build up. It's about knowing who she is and not diminishing her. Right. So it's so like are you upset that like someone values who they have so much so that they see them as their equal? Like whenever I, I hear simp, like I automatically like in a weird way equate it to like, no, you mean equal. But because <laughs> you're so like conditioned to like they take it and they spin it in a way where it's like a man has to be called a simp by another man because they see a man who's not afraid to let his woman shine just as much as he allows himself to shine. And it's like, dare you ever be a man and then like value a woman to the extent of what she's worth. So it's mm -hmm. like, what's your issue with? Is it really with the man in which you're trying to insult or is it with the man allowing his woman to be as great as she is? No, we need to be eye to eye. I'm yeah. not looking no man. I'm not looking up and I'm eye to eye with a man that I'm involved with. We're not no none in the same way he's not he's not looking up to me. We're just eye to eye. So I've seen that from my own two eyes how men in school throughout my school years have, have influenced other men or boys to leave the girl that they were in love with because they felt like their friends felt like you're you're simping to her. We don't like that. You need to be a man, you need to be strong and, and show her who's boss. No. Mm. You we're both bosses. We're both correct. You know, know who's the boss? You know, I'm a boss, and my man is a boss. Correct. The women in your life that exemplify like strong, independent woman—a woman that doesn't need to ask for permission, but that just is and exists as she wishes. I say off the top of my head, the only person I can think about right now is my mother. I would say my mother's a very strong woman. My mother um, has been through a lot. You know, she's seen a lot. She had. Um, she still is able to, to this day, provide for herself. There's not a somebody giving her money. No, she gets up every day and does it. There's nobody next to her, around her, not a you know doing things for her. She does it herself. Even so, even a few months ago, I was thinking in my head, I don't know how my mother does it by herself, but she she gets it done. Wow. She does. And I look at that and I say, Wow, ma, you know, wow. Bills come to the house. She makes sure it's paid. You know, she she does what she does by herself. So I'm looking at that as I'm also a product of my mother. I'm looking at that as wow. If my mother can do it by herself, I don't. I can do it by myself. I don't need anybody else. She's been doing it by herself. This isn't new. She's been doing it by herself, you know. And I look at that and say, wow, my mother can do it all on her own.
So, and I already knew certain things from my father, you know, showing my father showed me ways that a man can never fool me and that, you know, my father set the tone, but I also look at my mother, another female, a female that I came from and I say, wow, I can do it by myself too. If my mother's been doing it for years on years on years by herself, strong woman, I can do that too. I am her too. So I can do that, you know. Mm-hmm. Mother has never depended on nobody. You know, even people with money, she's never, she's not impressed either. So it's, I look at my mother and I say, yes, a strong woman. Yeah. A strong Didn't get to see her do it on her own and not rely on nobody. My mother's a very strong woman. I love my mother to pieces as well. You know, but if it wasn't for her and my father, I wouldn't be the strong woman I am today. Yep. So definitely. Yeah. definitely. So early in the conversation, you know, like we were talking about how in school, like you're in class and you're in a field that is like male dominated. But you still are just like, I'm not one to sit there and just like stay silent and let a man, you know, feel like he's smarter than me. Like I speak up if there's something for me to say, because I know like value of my ideas and of my thoughts as well. So like you see yourself like projecting more. When you say projecting, you're speaking about my voice. Yeah. About your voice, about your presence, about like we were speaking about. I Zoom classes back to back. Like I said, I'm not really taking many classes anymore. I'm basically done. But in the past, Zoom classes, uh, boys in the class, not saying that they're foolish, but just boys speaking out their their mind. Some things that they were saying aren't even uh, fully proven facts, but they're just running, running, running with it. Can't stop talking. Mm-hmm. It's very, a woman, not even just black, you know, woman of all races. I know in my head, I'm looking at them and the things that they've mentioned before, and I know how intellectual smart they are, and they're letting these boys run the whole, set the whole scene in this class that no woman can 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 jump jump in and deny my claim. They're setting a tone because they're running their mouth, and the, the other boys are backing them up, and all these females are sitting back, silent, not saying a word out their mouth, and I'm looking as if I know how intellectual all of you are, and you're letting... Uh, a boy speak his mind, ramble and ramble out the top of his head while you sit back. You're, you're, you, you're very thoughtful. You think about things and you're sitting back and you're letting, you're allowing this. So, uh, in terms of, in my walk into a room, I've done my research already. I, so I'm walking to the room prepared. I, or even per se, if I wasn't fully prepared, either way, I'm walking to this room and I'm speaking in a way that lets people know you can't play with me you can't fool me because a lot of people they tell you bs and they they a lot of girls they let that slide a man is talking bs and when you call them out on it they're shocked so i now i walk into a room i walk into work a man knows already you start running your mouth he starts saying whatever he knows he i'm already gonna call him out on it and he's gonna know that she can't be fooled i have to speak the truth to her now because mm-hmm. if i Slip up, she's gonna catch it. She doesn't let it slide like yep. maybe all these. She's gonna catch that, and she's gonna let you know, hey. That I will be setting is, I walk into a room. I'm I'm already prepared. I know what the discussion is today. Either I prepared it in my mind, or I just know how to handle myself. And when somebody's talking, I'm listening. I'm very, very engaged in hearing the words that come out their mouth. And as soon as they slip up, I'm gonna make sure they know. Don't ever do that again with me. Because if you slip up and you say something out your mouth that isn't true and is false and you're fabricating things and keep rolling with it, I'm going to let you know. Stop. I'm going to be that, that, that stop that lets you man or female 
can say anything to you and just let it get past you because they're, they're going to know her, her, she's going to catch it. So, you know, call people out in there. For me, I'd be calling people out in their, their BS. I would be speaking my voice. I wouldn't be silent. If there's something that I'm so passionate about or not even fully passionate about, I'm talking. They know that she, she's going to talk. I'm, I'm going to speak up. I'm not going to sit here all meeting and be quiet in the corner, you know? So I'm using my voice and I'm, I'm listening actively to catch up on things that are untrue and i'm calling people out on things that they're speaking out their mouth that are untrue and i'm also giving my own ideas you know i'm a very creative person i'm a i'm an artistic individual you know i'm very artistic so i'm gonna be the one curating things i'm gonna be the one behind the blueprint i'm gonna be telling my ideas and telling people how i'm gonna make this come to life so those are a few of the things that when it comes to using my voice and projecting my who i am in a male-dominated field or society in the future. You guys already have to be kind of like on guard with your artistry and with like that you guys produce because like you're in a field that kind of that kind of just like makes it open to criticism of course because it's art it has to be received whether good or bad. How do you go about setting the tone correctly as well because as women it's like we always have to work twice as hard to be taken <laughs> as serious on the basic level right mm -hmm. but then it's like as black women now we also have to work like twice as hard on top of that because we come off aggressive if we say certain things like it's taken the wrong way we're not allowed certain privileges that non like black women or non-women of color are allotted and we always have to be careful we always have to be on guard but we always still have to make sure like our defenses are up so mm. how do you find that you go about doing that in an in an appropriate way? So for me, I've never encountered a situation where I've had to defend my art or creativity. I don't believe I've never. There's never. There's nothing that I've always received love on my poetry, love of modeling, anything other creative wise. I've always received good feedback. So that's a good thing. But yeah, I haven't. I haven't actually been in a circumstance where I've received negative feedback or had to defend who I am through my creativity. Yeah. So I believe in myself. I see myself as a very, you know, a boss. I see myself as a person that uh, is inspiration for young black girls. Uh, I see myself as they look at me and they say, okay, number one, she's young. Number one, she's black. And number one, she's a female. So am I. And, you know, she's done big things. She's, she's a great individual she's young she's black she's a female she's strong i want to be just like her i want young black females and minority females every other any type of female to look at me and say wow i see i see greatness i you know i want to be i want to be a uh i want to be I, I will be a boss i will be a ceo i will be on top of things i will be a businesswoman i want you know i'm gonna be in a, in a few years that's what i envision you know on top and not just on top and forgetting where I came from. Everyone, a 14-year-old, to do what I did at my age, at her age. So when she grows up watching me, I want her to be a better me. I want her to take my influence and make it change her life and do way better than me. Yeah. You know, it's not about competition. I want her to be a better me. You know, that at your young age or whatever age you are, you're going to be a better me either way it goes. Because I How do you think that, like, men in general can be better at, like, mantling that competitive... Um, arena for us and there's always enough room for you at the table more than enough room all of the people that mean something to you and inspire you and you want to build to be them or better them 
It's not about logging in and getting jealous and, and logging off and hating your life. And no, God gave you a life for a reason. You're here for a purpose. You're not here to get jealous and let envy rule your heart and let that burn you up. Mm-hmm. You're so inspired. Build off that. Look at the blueprint. If she's giving out free game, look at her blueprint and start start get to where you need to go. You know. Oh my God, I love you. Honestly, I love you. I, I love you to death. I can't make this. I love you. You know, and I, I love who we came from. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So. But I'm so happy we had this conversation. I said people can hear it over and over as many times. It wasn't just heard between me and one person. So it's something that many people, not even just one person hears it over, you know, like hundreds of people hear it in their, like they walk to work and they're hearing this as motivation. They're reminding themselves, this is what she told me to do when I step into my office today. This is what I should be doing when I step into my office. So I'm happy that it's recorded and it can be heard by millions of people. Yeah. You know, like I'm so happy. Like I'm really happy that we're having this combo. Like I can literally talk to you for like the next four hours and I get tired. Like I'm like happy. I'm very happy. Yeah.